Hey Danford Church family, thank you so much for joining us and a big shout out to our church in Zoom. We are so, so happy that you were able to come and join us. Um, I'm actually bringing the Word of God today from my den. I call this my den. Like as we're vigilant, you know, to take care of ourselves, we should also be careful to look after the people we love and around. So please stay home, stay safe, make sure you wash those hands, take that coffee, heat it up, sit on that couch and relax and make sure you prepare your heart for the Word of God. Amen. Come on. Now, how many of us love holidays? We love holidays, don't we? Like, but when it comes to an end, and when we're supposed to go and return back to our respective homes, our works, our schools, you know, the very thought sort of like drains and kills me, right? So personally, now you can holler me if this is really for you too, okay? I get on the holiday mode on the last day when we're about to leave. It takes so much time for me to sort of like transition mm -hmm. from, you know, the work mode to a holiday mode. And unfortunately, by then, holiday is over. Seriously, God help us transition quicker. <laughs> now, most times God talks to us through the word of God. And if you're watching me right now and you're struggling to hear the word of God, let me just encourage you to read the word of God, because yeah. that's the first way to hear God echoing his yeah. voice. Right. But for some time, for some people, let me just say this. God allows circumstances in our lives. Right. Now, what do I mean by that? It can be pleasant and sometimes unpleasant, right? But do you reckon that this could be a wake-up call for some of us? Like, I believe sometimes God does that to get our undivided attention. And so why do we call it a wake-up call? It's because it's like the alarm clock going off. Can you imagine you're in your deep slumber, in a deep sleep, and all of a sudden, you know, you're having a good dream and your alarm just goes off. Now that's not music to your soul and that's really sick. If your alarm is your phone, I'm praying for you. Because <laughs> how many of you have actually bought phones because you're like so angry and just threw your phone because of that alarm. But having said that, you know, we know what the day has in store for us. We might be waiting to have a meeting. You know, we had a plan. You know, we were going to meet our friends or our family. So no matter what happens, we would drag ourselves out of the bed and do what we're supposed to do, regardless of that sound. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So here, here's what I'm saying. It doesn't take you too long to move from one reality of peace and relaxation to another reality of alertness and notification. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Let me just give you another example. Have you ever traveled yeah. in a long haul flight mm -hmm. and moved your phone from an airplane mode and all of a sudden you're bombarded with messages yeah. all over? Some of you watching me going like, I've seen that, I've been there. Okay, so that's again, okay, a reality of slumber and peace and relaxation to another reality of alertness and notification. Okay, so today I want to call my sermon, The Notice of Return. Okay, The Notice of yeah. Return. Not the return of Jafar, but the return. Okay, I want to highlight three areas where I believe God is calling us to return. Okay, a first point is return to relationships. Luke 16, of all the parables that Jesus spoke, this one featuring the prodigal son may be the most touching and the best remembered. The story of the father's love for his wavered son. The son wanted his wealth, not tomorrow, not when his father dies, but today. Now, how many of you know we were so quick to criticizing, overlooking, and like even, um, you know, like criticizing, like literally judging the son for his ambition and his craving for wanting more. But on the hindsight, 
this boy, this son has some facets of you and I. What do you mean, Pastor Leah? How many times have you chosen work over family, career over your kids, goals over even priority? This means we were and we are being the prodigal son of our family. We don't have to always look like the stubborn child who walked out of the house. But what if it was a stubborn child who didn't have time for his family and whose eyes were on the inheritance, the wealth, the job? What is taking you right now? What's pulling you down? What is stopping you from relating with your loved ones? Now, let me look at this camera right now and tell you this. You've been praying to God and saying, God, if I had a time out, just a few minutes to be with my family, my loved ones, I would so want to invest into my family. I believe this is what God's doing. And if I could quote Pastor Alvin and just take that one sentence of his, what if God is asking us to press that reset button on our relationship? Yes. Amen. You know, it's time to just go back and love on our family. You might be a mom with your hands tied up and now struggling to even relax because this is not your norm. And if you, your reset button is always to go back to work, let me just say this. Relax and be like Mary. Sit under the feet of Jesus and listen to what he has to say. Stop being the Martha. Sometimes it's okay to be Martha. Sometimes it's okay to be Mary. Can both be wrong or could both be correct? could both be correct that's it now relax and i want to say this to our husbands watching me right now spend some time on loving on your wives Mm -hmm. wives spend some time on knowing your husbands you know how often do we kind of force our kids to come into our world how often have we gone down into their world and invite them rather than force them and push them and come and bring them into our world now is the time to invest into your relationship Amen? amen now let me jump into my second point Return to reconciliation. In the beginning of the Apostle Paul's ministry, there was a slight misunderstanding between Paul and Mark. And eventually we had a falling out situation. But later on in the episodes, Paul literally begs one of his friends, can you please bring Mark back? Because he's useful now into my ministry. And we all know that further on, they kind of build a relationship up and they start serving Jesus together. Reconciliation is nothing but the first step to forgiveness. I just said it. Forgiveness. How many of you are carrying unforgiveness in your heart right now? Now, in my early days, before I even accepted the Lord as my personal savior, I have made a lot of mistakes that I can't even keep a record of, okay? But I remember I had to cut ties with my friends and vice versa. But today, I am standing in a place where my friends are coming back to me. They're kind of like, putting all the friend request on, like those friends I actually didn't even want to do life with. But it's not because they were not meant to be friends with me in the past, but I believe I was in a place of being useless back then. But now I believe when you're standing in the standpoint of reconciliation, you become useful. So if you find your time useless, do you think it's time that you haven't reconciled with somebody? You know, there is a scripture in the Bible that I love the most, Matthew 5. Verse 23 and 24. Then Jesus say this. So if you are offering a gift on the altar and there you remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift. Who cares about your gift? Leave it there in the front of the altar. And then first go and be reconciled with your brother and your sister. And then let's attend to your offering. What does that mean? It means that Jesus is talking about your worship. And if you're offering a gift of money and praise and you remember something or somebody has like an ill will or like, you know, a hard feeling against you or something whatsoever that you haven't forgiven 
It's time that you reconcile. Don't hold back, because that's holding you back from your miracle, mm -hmm. from your breakthrough. And so many of us ask me this question, what is the answer to my breakthrough? Go back and reconcile. Yeah. Reconcile with your loved ones. Um, could it be that one phone call that you were meant to make or that text message you were supposed to give? Or could it be the fact that the Holy Spirit's tugging in your heart right now to forgive that person that harmed you? Or could it be that you were meant to be forgiven by someone else? And maybe you could take the first step of asking forgiveness. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's huge. You know, one of the songs that's in my heart right now in the season, Chloe, is like, God will take something that's evil and will turn it for your good. Amen. He will turn it around for your good. And only a good God can Amen. actually do that. So let me just tell you one thing. Repent and reconcile. Respect and love. Because all that love does is it actually is like, it covers multitudes of sin. Amen. Multitudes of sin. You and I may not have the answer to everyone's problem and situation, but a love, a good smile can heal so many problems. Yes. Amen? Yes. And I believe in this season right now, God is asking us to reconcile. Now, here's the thing. Could it be that the reason our worship is meaningless, our work is ineffective, our prayers are unanswered because of that one fact that we were thinking all about the gift that we were bringing unto the Lord every church Sunday service, but we were having something against our own brothers and sisters. Yeah. We are stopping ourselves in that journey. We are actually putting an obstacle on the way and we think God put the obstacle, but really not. It's, us, it's for us to jump over the obstacle and go like, you know what? Maybe I need to look through the filters of reconciliation. Yeah. Someone once said this, and you know, this is going to blow your mind, Petrus. The absence of reconciliation robs the church of the power of unity wow. did you know that our church needs unity and if we are robbing it from reconciling with our loved ones then please do it do it so that we can be unified do that so unity can come again in church amen now my final thought today is return to repentance my favorite of all now the book of revelation talks about the seven churches that will stand in judgment at one point and to one of the churches, he actually said, I know your work, your perseverance, you know, your patience, your kindness, your goodness, you know, your, you know, your hand, handmade bake cakes and stuff, all of the goodness. Okay, if you're in hospitality team, good. But here's one thing that Jesus was standing against, okay, and that is you have left your first love. You've left your first love. Here's my point. Are we running around doing church and loving on people, but have you forgotten to love God? You know, people often say we love God by loving people. But I hate to disagree because God needs some, you know, me time. My husband loves that. I love it too. Why would God not love it? Because he's the author of love. Does that make sense? In the fact, let me look at this way. If you love God the most, you will love people the best. How awesome is that? Love God the most and only then can you love people the best. Now, we have marriages failing. You know, our, our parenting failing. Like when it comes to work relationships with our people, it, it fails. And it's some, some of our relationships are even beyond repair. That's what you think. But let me just tell you one thing. If you go back to repentance, God can fix anything for you, anything for you. Right now, COVID has actually taken anxiety um, to a whole nother level for some people and, and has brought the worst and good from people. But let me just tell you one thing. Use this time to bring something useful in God's kingdom. Amen. Amen. Now, the kingdom of God is at hand. 
repent and believe in the gospel. That's what Mark chapter 1 verse 15 says. Let me just put this out. If it's relationship that you're struggling with, can you please put focus on your relationships? If it's reconciliation that you're struggling with, can I please suggest that you reconcile? But none of these things work if you don't have repentance. True repentance is so important. The prodigal son had to first repent with God. He had to value himself and go like, Father, I need to repent. And only after that, he thought of reconciling with his father, after which we realized they had a relationship. So if you are going to jump straight into a relationship and not repentance, that doesn't work. Okay, so there is a system here in place. Talking about repentance, how many of you know repentance has got a posture? And that posture is nothing but prayer. You see, there's nothing that prayer cannot do. Prayer can change things around. It can bring miracles. It can cause deliverance. Right now, as you're watching me, some of you need healing miracles. I pray that God of miracles would come through this screen right now and bring healing to your bones, through your cells, to you you right now. I pray that God, like if you have been attacked and and are feeling lonely right now and you have no friends and you're like, Pastor Lee is talking about relationship and I don't even have anybody I can talk to. Can I just tell you, you're wrong. I'm looking at you right now on the camera. I want to relate with you. Your host wants to relate with you. There are family and friends that you don't know that you are the missing puzzle in this big journey that you and I are going in. I cannot do life in church without my little Ash. I cannot do anything without Pastor Chloe. I cannot do this without you. So please come in the picture and don't run away from God's doing. You know what? If you're sitting there and if you are going, I haven't accepted the Lord as your personal savior, Please do right now. It's as simple as saying, Jesus, I want you come and live in my heart. I want you to change my life around. I want to forgive people like you forgave me. I don't care what the world is going to do to me, but I'm just going to come and approach in the eyes of love and not reproach because I believe love covers multitudes and multitudes of sin. Now, you know what? I believe this prayer has done something amazing to you right now. Please stay in touch with somebody or one of the hosts and let us know what God has done to you right now. As I'm saying, I can feel the joy of the Lord coming out of my spirit. I believe that it will rest in your heart wherever you are. If you're carrying a negative spirit, if you're carrying a spirit of fear with this COVID going around, let me tell you, Jesus' name is about the name of COVID. He is a God who foresaw everything. He is a God who came when the world was empty and void and his spirit was hovering around I just pray the same spirit that resurrected Jesus from the dead would now rise inside you would now resurrect the spirit of anointing and miracles in you right now I believe you that's you that's right I'm looking at you right now put your hands on the screen right now you are called into ministry you're called into greatness you're called into the anointing of the living God walk in boldness never walk with the fear of the fact that I'm guilty you know what I was guilty I made mistakes in my lives but right now I just want you all to know that we're here because we believe in Jesus we're here because we know that only he can do something that you and I can't do even if I wanted to die for my daughter's sin think so only Jesus can so trust in him love on him and believe in him and I hope you have an amazing and by that I mean an amazing amazing weekend you know why because Jesus is alive thank you so much guys for joining us and I hope you really had fun didn't we come on
so what did you guys think about the um, the word that was just shared? Awesome. Yeah? What stood out to you the most? Um, I think for me was, um, I got it written down. Um, it was about repentance. And wow. it says, uh, are we running around playing church and loving people but forgetting our first love? Yeah. And then you said, if you love God the most, yeah. you will love people the best. Yeah. Come on. And, uh, yes. I, I thought that was really, awesome. yeah, yeah. Re- like really deep. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, um, you know, sometimes we can go and we love people. Yes. And, yeah, we can like do church and not be the church yeah. by loving on God because we can get to sit, come on, and be yeah. in His presence, and yeah. let from that overflow of God Keep. is love. Yes, come on, you know? and that's what you want to give. People. Yes, so come on. That's what it is. So me. good. That's so yeah. good. I love I'd, that. I'd actually like to piggyback off that as yeah. well because one of the things you said, Pastor Leah, was that um, you know sometimes people think you know you love. It's almost like if you yeah. love people, yes. you know that's that's the same as that's the same as God. loving God. But that's it's, it. it's it's actually and you put it on its yes. head because it's yeah. actually you can't you're not capable of loving people properly yes. until you're connected to the source with God. of love. Yes. With, oh, that's good. You know? yeah. Can you say that again? Can you yeah. say that again? That's um, that's awesome. I try. So it's like, <laughs> but you said it. I'm just repeating it. But it's really just um, you know like it's not until. You're connected to the source of love, who yes. is God, but you're actually able to properly love other yeah. people. It's so good. See, this is why we like to keep Petrus. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real good one. Our source is God, and yeah. He is a source of love. Yeah. Yeah. And if we don't have time with Him, what are we giving people? That's exactly right. yeah. amazing. That's amazing. Question the love. Yeah. Where is the love? <laughs> Wait, I don't want to get to that black eyed piece song. <laughs> Shh, it's Sunday. Talk to church. <laughs> what did you think, Ash? I really liked the uh, the first point you made. Um, yeah. Return to relationships and yeah. stuff. Like, I what that, what did that do to you? Well, I really think that um, a lot of people kind of when you were talking about like you know leaving friends in the past and stuff like that. You know, like once you felt like you weren't useful in that time of your life, or mm. once you needed to like you know let those kind like yeah. let those friends go and stuff yeah. like that. But, yeah. You know, God has called us to create peace and um, yes. to reconcile with people and stuff like that. Especially if you've left something on such like an unpeaceful note. Yes. Like if you have wow. let go of a friend and you left it on such a bad, um, if you guys ended yeah. on such a bad place or in such bad yeah, terms and stuff on. like that. Like creating peace around that might not even like just help you, but help that person and all of their so relationships. Good. So, good. so good. So good. Yeah, so good. I also liked. Um, you know, because it's sort of going back to the reconciliation point, to, yes. to the call to the wake up call to return to reconciliation. Because yeah. 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 what you, you talked about in Matthew chapter five about when you come with a gift to God. Yes. You know, and it just and you have something you. against somebody. Yeah. Or yeah. somebody else has something against you. It, it makes me think that you know, because worship is really us giving to God. But yes. I wonder sometimes God wants our unforgiveness more than wow. our, our worship. You know wow. what I mean? So, yes. And see, um, th- that's very powerful and very personal to me too, um, Petrus. Because when I was about to commit suicide side and some of you may not even know the story because that's what led me to you know knowing Jesus Mm. Um, I remember I thought you know praying that salvation prayer was everything like and I thought now it's time for me to go share the gospel to the lost because I thought like now that I have a good connection and relationship with Jesus this is about salvation isn't it and evangelism but when Jesus used the word how are you gonna share salvation until you learn what forgiveness is because not many people know salvation and unforgiveness like literally are tied together they literally tie so there's so many people who are walking saved and not reconciled and when that happens we're not walking the spirit of reconciliation and which which means we're actually holding someone captive so it's so you know this is funny and this is wow that's powerful so it's not the enemy who can only hold you captive and the enemy needs hands and feet 
So he's using people to hold captive of other people of their freedom. So sometimes we are, and I'm sorry to say this, you are actually responsible for someone else's freedom, even though it is Jesus, because Jesus is the ultimate sacrifice. You know, we accept him, but he needs hands and feet to work through. And so can you imagine Jesus going, you know what, before he dying on the cross, I will never forgive Judas for this. No, he actually said, forgive them for they do not know what they're doing. So sometimes we just need to look at this way. We may not have understanding of why they do it, but just forgive them for they do not know. They don't understand where they are because they're blinded. They're just blinded by their problems, our selfishness, our goals. Sometimes we may even underestimate, just like how I said, we criticize the son, the prodigal son. But there's also another son in the house, the older son. What did he get at the end? He goes like, there's no party for me. I was working like every day, 24 hours. And my, my brother, he comes back after making a mistake and he comes back and there's a party. Like, what about me? Mm-hmm. And you go like, what about me sort of a thing. <laughs> this is not about you. Unfortunately, the world of Christianity is not about you. It's not about your view. This is about Jesus' view. So sometimes we just think we have the whole picture, but we really don't. You know, we need him to show us the bigger picture. And that is why only Jesus can help us see something that you and I don't see, which is why he said, you don't see what, what the person's going to do for you in the future. So don't hold captive of them now. Does that make sense? Yeah. So reconciliation has got a huge, huge thing for me. So that's powerful. Wow. What else? Um, I really liked the point about, um, you talked about Mary and Martha. Yes. Um, and you actually made a point that I've not really heard before because uh, a lot of people say... Martha uh, was wrong and Mary was right. Yeah, but you said both are right. Like both are right. Both are right. In yeah, because we need someone seasons. to look after somebody. Like, yeah. you know, someone's got to do the house chores. Like, seriously. Yeah. Alvin, are you listening? <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> I love you, baby. <laughs> Sorry, guys, we're still married. Okay, cool. I've got the right to say it. <laughs> no, but it's true, isn't yeah, it? It's yeah. true. So, Pastor Chloe, where do you think is a fair balance um, I think between working and sitting at the feet of Jesus? I think what you were saying before, which I quoted, was don't forget your first love. Wow. So I think wow. if, if we're in that place, yeah. you know, That's the love good. of Christ compels me. Yes. So wow. I can't... I, Sometimes I have an issue with people when they say, um, it's my season of just being at the feet of Jesus. And and for me, I'm like, well, if you're at the feet of Jesus, you would literally be compelled to love those around you because that's the heart of Jesus. That's Pastor Chloe. You can quote her, Instagram that, come on. (laughs) That's so good, that's so good. Because I think the way I looked at it, as in just like how you said, growing up, I always thought Martha was wrong. Like, she's seriously wrong. But then I looked at it and then I was like, if it wasn't for Martha, like the disciples and Jesus wouldn't have been fed. That's true. So yeah. there is a time to work as Martha, yes. but there's also time to sit yeah. at the feet of Jesus. Absolutely. And wow. you're right. I want to pull something that you said. Have you ever come across this word where people go like, my season here is over? Mm-hmm. Every time, right? So you know how so many people just like end relationships and um, the job or like move from one place to another. And every time they use this word, my season here is over. What they're really trying to say is, I need some time to reconcile. Does, does that make sense? Because it's like, it's like Paul and Mark. They didn't get along. And so what Mark was saying is, I need some time out like, you know, to work this relationship out. I need, some, I need some God time to tell me what I've been missing out on this. Like, I don't see what you're seeing, Paul, but maybe I will someday. So let me just take some time out to reconcile and see what happens. And later on, we see Paul begging 
somebody saying, Ma, can you please bring Ma along because he's so useful. How can someone so useless become so useful? Yeah. Only God can do that through reconciliation, which is why I say it's so powerful, powerful than that big word. I can't even pronounce it properly, but that's, there, it, there's a reason why. It's complicated for a reason. Just do it. Yeah. Because when you do that, in God's perfect timing, you will understand this was nothing about season. It yeah. was about reconciliation. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. So that's powerful too. I love it. Yeah. I know when I was sitting down and I was just preparing the sermon, I was just like, there's really nothing to the sermon. It was like return to relationships, uh, return to reconciliation and return to repentance. But when I look at it, the whole Bible from the book of that's Genesis right. all the way to Revelation, if you look at it, look at me and listen to me. Genesis had nothing about relationship because it was God and his first creation. Relationship. Then you see from Genesis all the way till, you know, the book of Acts and everything. It's all about reconciliation because Jesus comes, he dies and he offers his life and everything. And you know, people wanting a savior. So that whole drama. But the book of Revelation talks to you. None of this relationship and reconciliation matters unless you have true repentance, which is your first love. So everything is, the sermon is revolved around from Genesis all the way to Revelation. So if I could just suggest, and you guys would also say that, right? Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Hear your God. Hear him loud and clear. Because repentance is not scary like the way you think. Ooh, it's judgment. Because I, um, can I tell you one thing? When I uh, was about to die, like literally I chose death before, you know, um, living. That's why I'm so thankful for my life. And that's one of the reasons why I cannot hold anyone captive of um, unforgiveness like today if someone hurts me Pastor Chloe I really can't hold them and go like you know what you hurt me so I'm gonna throw you on one side but it's because I've tasted death and here's another thing um, I always tell this to people if you can't face someone down here on earth you'll never face them in heaven and be very careful because if you can't stand somebody here on earth you're gonna praise with this person in heaven for eternity <laughs> so you might as well walk with them even if you don't like with them you know like in on earth go like you know what I love you just because I don't want to praise with you in heaven forever that's not what you need to do you just need to pray love on them yeah. on earth and in heaven amen mm -hmm. amen what else that's it I think that's it we'll call it a wrap do you guys want to pray Absolutely. Come on. Uh, Petrus, is, is there something in your heart that you want to really pray in particular for? Like, as in... Yeah, well, I mean, <clears throat> I think that the, the, the word you gave this morning was very practical, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I think that uh, you, you talked about how, you know, often it's in circumstances that God actually gives us opportunities. And I think that, um, you know, I can't think of many better uh, opportunities to take a hold of and be restored wow. in these areas but yeah. I do just recognize that this the stuff that we're talking about it's profound truth yes. but it's not easy to walk in no, either it's you know, not. This is something and, where you really need can God. Help you. that's right and so I think um, you know Pastor Leo if you could just pray for an anointing for a grace yes. over this area Absolutely. because I think um, you know, it's easy to amen to all these things, but yes. actually walk in it. That's where that's the, the difficulty spot. is. And yeah. so, so if I may ask you another question, mm. Petra, is um, what was the hardest decision you've ever made when it came to um, like when it came to you and your walk with God? Uh huh. I think this probably is the hardest thing yes. for a yeah. lot of people. It's, it's actually is it repentance. It's not repentance, but it's walking in forgiveness. Wow. Yeah. But, but only that only happens with repentance as well. Absolutely. You know. So Absolutely. I think this because wow. for, for the the takeaway for me, this whole thing as well is it's about um, walking in um, forgiveness. You know. Mm -hmm. I, I think there's a wow. big portion of that yeah. in here. So I think, possibly, if you could pray for all of us. Of course, yes, because that's my life right. ministry, Petros. Mm -hmm. It's an honor. You know what, I personally, if you're watching me right now, carried so much unforgiveness of people in my life, like, you know, before I knew Jesus. And I didn't understand the impact of that back then. But now I understand that I'm holding people from their blessings. Yeah. 
And if you want to see them blessed, you want to hold them captive. You won't be speaking about them. You will just sure. love on them regardless, sure. right? So can I just ask if we could just hold our hands yeah. if that's possible and just pray and believe for the ones who are watching yes. on camera. Now, if you are watching with us right now, please put your hands on the screen because we're going to pray for you right now. Yes. Amen. Father God, I just pray that you, Holy Spirit, right now would go into the rooms right now. Yes. Talk to them through the screens right now as they're putting their hands on the screen right now. I pray for a miracle, dear God. Lord, I pray for a lot of unforgiveness, dear Father. There are so many people who hasn't reconciled with other people. And I just pray right now the spirit of reconciliation would shut down on them right now, dear God, to change them into making them a better person, God. I know what it has done to me. It's freed me completely, God. I pray for the joy of the Lord that will birth in these spirits, dear Father, knowing that we're going to see them for eternity and going to love on them. There is no running away. They can run away on earth, but they can, there is no running away in heaven. We're going to enjoy with them for eternity in heaven, God, dear God. And we thank you, dear Father. And seeing that, because we see it in heavenly places, we've seen the glorious side of who you are and these people. We do not want to hold captive of anybody from their freedom and their blessing. And if we've done that, we repent, Jesus. We repent. Lord, we pray right now in the name of Jesus. If we held anybody from the forgiveness, I pray you would forgive them and forgive us right now as we pray. Lord, forgive, forgive. And I know you can only forgive us unless we forgive others, dear God. God, I just pray right now that we would forgive others, dear Father, for what they and what they've done to us right now. Thank you, Jesus. Paul, I'm, I'm seeing a name, Pearl, and I, I, I don't know where you're from, but um, I, I see a lot of like unforgiveness in your heart, uh, starting from your spouse and then all the way to his family. And I just pray right now that the spirit of Jesus right now would rest in you, sweetheart. Thank you, Paul, wherever you're watching me right now, God can bring forgiveness into your room right now. Mark, I'm seeing another guy named Mark, and I just pray right now, Mark, this is for reconciliation right now inside you. And I just pray right now, as you're watching me, you'll be freed in the name of Jesus. Even that sickness that you're carrying right now will be lifted up in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Jesus. Anika, I thank you, Father, for that name right now. I just pray right now there would be a spirit of restoration in your family, sweetheart. I pray right now that God will restore everything that you lost, sweetheart. I thank you, God. I thank you. Peter, I pray right now. I thank you. I lift your name up right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There is no distance in the kingdom of God. Continue to pray in the name of Jesus. I pray right now for healing power to rest in this place. I pray for a kneecap dislocation. I pray right now that would be made whole right now in the name of Jesus. I'm seeing that even an elbow, every time you put your hands on any hot surface like a table, um, it hurts you. And I just pray right now that pain will be lifted up right now in the name of Jesus. A pain on your right hip right now in the name of Jesus. Let, be, let that be made whole right now. Thank you, Father, for your healing power. Uh, there is a child right now watching me right now. You have an allergy over your whole body, especially when you have dairy products. Um, I'm speaking for that right now, that healing is happening right now in the name of Jesus. Mother, if you're watching me right now, believe that for your child and you shall be made whole. Thank you, Father, for the miracles that's happening. Hallelujah. Jesus name me glorified forever. Thank you, Father. Cancer. It's a second stage cancer right now in the name of Jesus. I pray for that to leave and be lifted off in the name of Jesus. 
In the name of Jesus, cancer, you will bend down, you will leave this body right now, right now. I see an attack of the enemy right now in the name of Jesus. We pray for the power of God's word over you and your family, spirit of restoration and healing right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I also pray for someone who's watching me right now. As you sing and speak, you lose your voice. It's almost like you have to re-repeat because um, it, 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 it resets on its own. And I pray in the name of Jesus that throat of yours right now will be made whole. In the name of Jesus, do what you couldn't do before. Glorify God. Stand up and testify the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And I want to pray for breathing. Uh, a breathing right now to be made whole. You even struggle to sleep straight on your bed, that you need to lie down curved, um, like like a spoon on the other side, like, you know, like, um, and, and you, you cuddle up and, you know, um, I'm just praying for that right now in the name of Jesus, that you be made whole, that you be made whole right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Savior, I don't know why I'm seeing this name right now. Be whole. Be made whole in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Feel free if you feel like God's speaking to you guys. Thank you, Father. Let the anointing of God just flow in this place right now. Thank you, Father. Lord, I pray for the nation Lithuania. I thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing in this nation right now. You don't see what God has perceived, but God has got a bigger picture for you people. I pray for the churches in there. I pray for people over there. I pray for miracles over there right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I pray for Poland right now in the name of Jesus. I pray for the nation. I pray for Italy right now in the name of Jesus. I pray for France and Germany right now in the name of Jesus. All you European countries who are watching me right now, may the power of restoration and reconciliation and repentance hit the room right now, right from presidential areas to every corner, normal houses, towns and cities and villages. I pray for people to be made whole in the name of Jesus. Let newspapers be covered with the news that Jesus is doing something in Europe, something in America, something in Australia, something in the countries of Asia. He is God. He has risen. He has brought COVID for a reason that his name will be standing up higher than the sickness, than the situation that you're struggling. If you believe in this dream right now, call the name Jesus loud and let him be glorified. Thank you for watching us right now. Amen. Amen. Come on.